So I'm just sharing that because I want you to know that is real. And I want you to also not be ashamed of doing what you had to do for your relationship or for your household. Welcome to the Money Making Housewife Show. This podcast was created to empower women to achieve their version of success so they can have all they desire and deserve in life. I am Jaleesa and I'm your BFF in your head, reminding you of how dope you really are and giving you tough love when you need it the most. Here at the Money Making Housewife Show, we are moving with purpose, honoring the season that we're in, and remembering to show up for ourselves while showing up for everyone else. Thank you so much for being here. Subscribe, rate, and review, and let's get into the show. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the show or welcome back to the show. My name is Jaleesa, and I'm so happy to have you here. This is the Money Making Housewife show, and this show is all about our journey to redefining success for ourselves as women and, you know, our journey to self-discovery. And... Um, you know, the goal is self-mastery, right? So I share my journey in hopes that it will unlock something in you and it will help you to, it will help you in your journey to self-discovery, basically. So anyways, um, I know the intro already explained that, but I just felt the need to say that again, because I know this show really started off, uh, you know, being more, at least the vision that I have for the show was more like all about entrepreneurial endeavors and things like that and making money on your own accord. but now I'm in a season of pivot and I'm really owning it and I'm not ashamed and I don't want you to be either. So I sent an email out to my list like a, like last week, letting them know where I'm at right now and how I am not going to be coaching for a while. Um, and just that I'm looking for a job and you know how I completed my tech sales bootcamp and I graduated and all that kind of stuff. And just, you know, letting them know where I'm at, giving them an update. Um, and why they haven't really received emails from me, because I've learned that I really need to focus. Like when I want to accomplish something, I do my best when I can focus, like laser focus on that one thing. And right now that is getting a job as a sales development rep or a business development rep, which is the same role, but they, different companies call them different titles. Excuse me. And so I just wanted to let them know. And I got quite a few responses back, you know, most, you know, in support. And then also a few responses that were saying, you know, thanking me for sharing my journey because there are some of the other women who are on my list who also are in a similar situation. And there are, they're, they're like afraid to make the pivot or they feel as though they're, they failed or something like that for whatever reason. And I'm here to tell you that you have not failed. You have absolutely not failed. If you're continuing to push forward and you are not giving up and so you basically didn't fall, fail. Sorry. So I like, I have a habit of starting another thought before I finish the last thought. So, but you know, I feel like if you listen to the show for a while, you kind of know that about me, but you know, I just, I just, you know, so that's what just happened there. But <clears throat> the way I see it was, you know, getting a job or the the word, the letters J-O-B is almost like a four letter word in the entrepreneurial community. And I think that, you know, there, there's something to it. There's something to be said about just going all in and focusing on your entrepreneurial dreams, your goals, your business, whatever. But for a lot of us, a lot of us weren't ready. Like we weren't really ready for, for 
entrepreneurship and how we thought like it's it doesn't look how we thought it was going to look. And it's not to say that, you know, we haven't been trying. We haven't been making the investments. We haven't been doing all the things because I know I damn sure have. Okay, it's just that for me right now, what I've come to accept is that this season it doesn't really feel as though it's my season because there the time commitment <clears throat> excuse me oh my gosh <clears throat> okay y'all i'm done i'm done the time commitment is just too much for me right now the amount of time that i'm going to have to put into that i would have to put into building a successful coaching business it's just not really feasible for me right now while my husband is doing his thing entrepreneurially and his schedule looks really crazy, you know, and he is building up his business. And at the same time, I've seen firsthand, even though, even though my husband runs a successful business and, you know, in that it's able to sustain us, it's able to pay our bills and, and then some, and, you know, so in that right, it's successful, but I have seen the weight of, you know, just the, I've seen the way that it weighs on him and the pressure that is on him when it comes to the fact that like he is the sole provider for the family right now. And, you know, my business wasn't producing, you know, income like it was doing well and then it wasn't. Right. So, you know, I've seen the weight of that on him and I've seen the way that it weighs on him and how it's it's shifted. It's like changed the way that we're able to interact. And I don't like it. I really don't like it. So that's another reason why I'm like, okay, I'll be the one to go and get, you know, this stable nine to five and have that income because I feel as though I think he'll really be able to perform even better. Just having the security of knowing that, okay, mind you, my nine to five is not going to be able to cover the bills, but I just think, <laughs> cause like it, it, this business, y'all, <clears throat> the expenses are real, but I think just having it and just him having that kind of comfort in knowing that, you know, okay, my wife, she's got a stable income, you know? So I just think that just mentally that's going to help him to e perform even better in, um, in his business. I really do. And I don't, I don't know how else to explain it, y'all. It's weird because, you know, back when we weren't making a lot of money and we were just hoping for like a $10,000 month, like that was like, okay, we can just get to that. Like, that'll be amazing. Now we've well surpassed that, but it's still like it, the, the feeling that the angst, the anxiety of like, okay, we have to well, for my husband, at least, like, he has to perform. He has to go on these calls. He has to go on the webinar. He has to make sure everything is running in the back end. Like, he has to do this. He has to go to these events. Like, to, you know, because it's no longer an option. That is, that is something. And it is a little scary. Like, and yes, I understand entrepreneurship. There's nothing about it that's really secure. You know, <laughs> we can predict the income up to a certain point. But, y'all, it's, it's, it's fairly unpredictable, you know, because especially in a B2C market, which we're in, you know, business to consumer, we, people are going through things, right. And people have real fears and it's like, so the, the, the job that I'm going for is, um, 
business to business sales. And that is different because while some businesses are, you know, they are filing for bankruptcy, they are laying off employees, businesses always need income coming in, right? So they're always going to have a budget for my role. They're always going to have a budget for them to pay their people because obviously they need sales coming in. They need to keep their pipeline full. But um, it's not the same in business to consumer. Like you were basically my husband sells to, you know, average people with average incomes and maybe even way below average income because of the nature of his business. So it's different. It's, um, it's, I know it's scary for him and I know he doesn't really admit this. So I'm like, you know what? I'm willing to do what I got to do to make sure that I am showing that I am a partner in this. Like, you know, we didn't get married to not be partners. Like we're partners in this. So I'm like, okay, I'll go get the job. And that's when, I don't know. I just, that's when I, it just made the decision so much easier and it made it, it made it so that like, I already see just me making the decision to go out, complete the boot camp, get the job. Um, even though I'm still hunting for the job, it's, it's really shifted the way that, um, we interact and it's really shifted. Like, I could just tell it's making him feel better. Like it's bringing him comfort, you know? Cause I'm like, listen, sir, there's plenty of restaurants around here hiring. I can go get a, a server job real quick. He was like, absolutely not. You will not do that. We're no, we are not desperate. You will be patient and wait for the job that you want. So that made me feel better. No shade, no shade to servers. I've never done it before, but I'm like, I just figured I'm like, if you need, you need me to go get some stable income. Like I'll go. But he was like, girl, bye, sit down um, and go <laughs> keep applying for these jobs and sending these LinkedIn messages and, you know, all these things. So that's um, interesting. But I say all that and I share all that with you because I want to keep it real. Entrepreneurship is not, especially for people like us who we don't have a blueprint in how this works. We don't have like me. My husband doesn't have anyone to fall back on. Both his parents are deceased. Didn't leave him with anything like this is not this, this is like first generation entrepreneurship. This is first generation trying, you know, building wealth for our kid kids in the future. You know, it's it's not like this is something where we've grown up in this and we've got years and investments and trust funds and nothing to, like there's nothing to fall back on. OK, <laughs> so it's real. <clears throat> and I didn't quite understand it because on the outside looking in you would be like, what, you know, like, why would you have to go do this if you guys make money? Da, da, da. But it's like, when you're in it, you realize like, ooh, ooh, these expenses, child, these taxes, ooh, these, um, this learning curve is who, you know, like the people that you need to, that you have to pay every month, the payroll. Mm, 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 mm. And this is all just to run the business. This is not even, this is like, <laughs> this is just to run the business. Okay. To even, put yourself in position to make the money. Right. So there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to it, you know? And, um, so yeah, I'm focused on getting a, a J O B, you know? So I'm just sharing that because I want you to know that is real. And I want you to also not be ashamed of doing what you got to do to, to do, you know, for your relationship or for, 
your household income and expenses and things like that like you know so can nobody shame me can nobody shame me over this like they could say oh well you know you should have tried harder okay okay and I didn't like I'm not willing to wake up early every day go to bed late spend all my money you know spend all the money that I make on the business in the business I'm not willing to do that right now and if I'm okay with that you need to be okay with that too I am perfectly fine with you know clocking in and I'm you know what I'm looking forward to being able to clock in and clock the heck out and spend time with my family and create content when I want to and you know coach people when I want to and actually restructure the way that I even do my coaching business you know maybe I want to do a cohort base maybe I want to have it only open enrollment certain times a year so it's just easier for me to manage and I'm cool with that. I am really cool with that. So you know what? I was just telling people, I was sharing this with um, the women who had reached out to me because <clears throat> I didn't want anyone to feel ashamed. And it's like, at the same time, the critics aren't paying your bills. Ain't nobody who's criticizing you offering to pay your bills <laughs> and get your lashes done, get your hair done. You know, there are things that I like to do for myself, honey. And I honestly do feel, I feel, honestly, y'all, I really, I admire anyone who can really be a stay-at-home mom and really, like, live that life. I am, mm, I'm not, I don't think I'm her. I don't think I'm her. I, I really do feel my most empowered when I am giving my work, like when I'm working, when I, I feel my most empowered when I'm working, when I'm doing work that I love and when I'm making money, you know, like I like the fact that I know how to make money for myself. And I really, I think I'm in a great position because I don't have to rely on a job for income. I'm very grateful of that. Very thankful for that. But also I know that if we really had to, like, if I really didn't have the option to do this whole text sales thing and, you know, go get this job, girl, please, I would be grinding, <laughs> all my life, been grinding all my life, I would really be um, out here, like, I would be waking up early, and I would be going to bed late, and I would be, you know, having to tell my daughter, like, look, I can't play with you right now, I really need to get this done, I need to write this email, I need to get this done, I need to hire this person, and you can't, you know what I mean, I can't take you to this play date right now, I need to, so, however, we got options, thank God for options, okay, (laughs) thank God for options, I'm thankful for the options, I am very optimistic of the future of my business and I'm optimistic for the future, you know, for my family's future as well. And I definitely want my daughter to see her mom out here in the world, you know, being powerful and being empowered and doing what she enjoys doing and having a life outside of being a mom and being a wife and, you know, serving in that capacity. I'm just, um, Mm, that's so there's really I just feel so good about this I don't feel ashamed I um I'm really focused I'm like I'm a LinkedIn girl as I told you before (laughs) and it's real y'all the job uh hunting process is actually quite annoying but um it's really similar I'm doing all like very similar activities that I would be doing in my job as well so I take it as on the chin. Like, I'm like, this is definitely practice for my job. I'm only getting better at what I have to do in my job. So I'm not really mad at it, but it is like, 
dang, I know y'all ain't even seeing my resume because ain't no way you turn me away. Like, it ain't no way you wouldn't give me an interview. You know what I mean? So that part can be frustrating. So I, my heart goes out to anyone out there in the job market who's hunting for jobs, you know, like me. I'm, I am thankful that my sister, she's a corporate girl. My bestie's a corporate girl. You know, I got another friend who's a corporate girl. My, my neighbor is a VP. So I do have some connections. Now, the way that I am, I do have trouble asking for help at times. I have trouble asking for help when I feel as though I haven't done everything to help myself. Let me say that. I do. And I'm not really going to phone a friend unless I feel as though like, okay, I really can't figure the answer out, you know, and that that is to my detriment sometimes because I could be spending extra time on things that I don't necessarily need to spend time on. Okay, let's be real. But but at the same time, it does make me very resourceful and it's a great trait for entrepreneurship (laughs) and for just getting things done. But this job hunting process is something it's like, wow, this is 2023 in the job market. Like you need to it's not enough to just send in your cover letter and resume. You have to tailor that resume. You need to have a resume template and then tailor it for every specific job that you're applying to. If you even want to get your resume seen and also reach out to the the hiring managers, the recruiters, the you know, the V maybe the VP of sales, you know, or your department that you're applying to on LinkedIn and it's like, ooh, this is a lot. And most of the time, I've sent so many messages on LinkedIn that don't even get replied to. I was actually supposed to have a meeting with somebody today at a company, and she just completely ghosted me. Like, she has not responded to um, to my to my email or anything like that or to my, to my LinkedIn message. And you just got to take this dump on the chin. You just got to, like, kind of get used to the rejection. And I think it's making me more, it's definitely making me more resilient, making me a better just employee. Well, it'll make me a better salesperson for sure, but also it'll make me better in my business because I'm realizing like, wow, you're doing all these activities to get a job. You can be doing similar activities to earn business, you know? And I, so I've never really done too much outbound sales when it comes to my business. I've always created content to attract people to me, but I'm like, there is something to this outbound sales technique. It's just, it requires a lot of volume. And I get so many solicitations, you know, solicitations in my emails and things like that, especially if whatever email you have connected to your socials, your YouTube channel, like those tend to get solicitations for people that maybe um, could offer you, you know, editing services or whatever. So I usually ignore them myself. So I can't even be mad. <laughs> I'm not even mad when I get these um, ignores or reject. I actually appreciate when I actually get rejection letters from some of the companies I've applied to because I'm like, one, I know you didn't see my resume because ain't no way that you'd reject me. <laughs> and two, it's like, thank you for even acknowledging that I sent you, you know, an application. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. That's honestly where I'm at. And, um, I'm gonna, when I finish this, I'm going to go back to, you know, watching my Harry Potter on my iPad and sending out these applications. That's what I'm going to do. And then I might do a little, you know, some more, um, training and things like that. But I am, and people have been reaching out to me for like from Instagram and things like that. And I'm like, I'm not even, 
I'm honestly not even missing Instagram too much. Like I'll slide in there and look at people's stuff. But like as far as creating content for Instagram, not my focus right now. It's really not. I'm creating content for my YouTube channel, Her Level Up. That's the YouTube channel. It's Her Level Up. <laughs> and um, this podcast. And I'm enjoying that because that's what I can do without, you know, it, it's what I can do. It's what I can do without um, taking myself too far away from my focus of securing this job, you know, getting in there, getting that, you know, that experience, that stability and then, you know, adding on to it again. And I'm actually looking forward to maybe having a job that I might like because I don't know that experience, but I know it exists because my sister's experienced it and still has my friends. <laughs> so I'm like, I know this exists, but yeah, so that's where I'm at. And I'm also, girl, your girl is focused on getting skinty, okay? Okay, not really skinny, let's be real. But I'm focused on um, uh, developing these curves a little a little better, a little tightening up these curves. That's the word. I'm tightening and I'm toning up these curves, okay? So I'm doing that too. Your girl is in the gym. I started tracking my macros again on my fitness pal. And I am quite enjoying this as well. So I guess I am doing quite a few things that require more focus. But um, it feels good. It really feels good. I feel as though I'm really taking control of my life. If the beginning of this year kind of felt a bit, out of control it, it felt like a lot of things weren't really in my control and around like March April mid-March April I was like no I'm taking back control because this is not even me I wasn't really feeling like myself I wasn't feeling my most you know like my most empowered lit up just I just wasn't feeling it so I'm back to really feeling it and I just want to kind of like add things back in my life gradually. So things like, um, you know, creating more content and coaching again and things like that. They're like not on my immediate to do list, but I'm not giving up like because that's also why I am excited about this this uh, job hunting process and things like that, because. I already know I'm not giving up, you know, like I'm not going to not coach. I love to coach. I'm probably going to be coaching people in my job. You know, once I really get a hang of that thing, I am a great coach. I'm a great teacher. I know that about myself and I really have a heart for it because I really enjoy helping people. You know, I don't get paid for this show, for this podcast. And I show up here and I do it, you know, might be a little late, but I do it weekly because I really enjoy it. And I know that somebody out there needs to hear, you know, the messages because y'all listening. Even though I have not like talked about the show on my on my email list or my YouTube too much, like y'all be listening, okay? Like we're over four thousand downloads. Mhm, mhm. And this time last year, if I remember, I was only looking like I was still wishfully thinking about a podcast. This time last year, I didn't even have the podcast. So the fact that I have it and y'all are listening. It means so much and it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like, okay, like I'm on the right track. They're, they're listening, they're tuned in and yeah. So, um, and it's helping people because y'all reach out to me over, over, um, DM and in my email. So I do appreciate you because it's really different from creating, I guess, regular, you know, content on social media. It's like, I have to hear your feedback. Like I, I have to, you have to go out of your way to leave feedback 
for me about the podcast because it's not like you there's a comment section after you listen. You know, you just listen and keep it moving and go about your day, which I also appreciate. But I definitely appreciate the ratings, the reviews, the um, the DMs, the messages, the emails. You know, so and it's not for my ego. Maybe a little bit for my ego, but really mostly for the fact that it's like feedback. It's like, okay, I, I know that y'all are, y'all like, y'all, y'all feel me. Y'all feel me. Okay. So anyway, I'm gonna get back to this protein shake because your girl's tracking macros and she's prioritizing protein again. Okay. Okay. Can we all do that, ladies? Can we prioritize our protein intake? Because most of us, you know, we want this, huh? we want the snatched waist. We want the tight toned arms. We want our thighs to be thick, but not too jigglypuff, you know? So can we like prioritize our protein? If we do that, our protein and our fiber intake, you get those veggies in y'all and you just, you know, you can have your carbs for sure, but you more so just around your workout, like pre and post, you know, and, um, not too much. Like I stopped eating carbs at dinner and I definitely don't go to bed bloated anymore. (laughs) I don't go to bed bloated. I don't have to look in the mirror after my dinner when I'm about to take a shower. And I'm like, girl, girl, come on. So, and I have my little cheat meal once a week and I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym as much as possible. Um, not as much as possible. I'm in the gym. Like I want to be there like five, six days a week. I know it sounds like a lot, but listen, some days I'm going, I'm simply just doing cardio. Like I'm spending a half hour in there and I'm out. I'm not, you know, just moseying around, putzing around the gym. I'm not. And there's so many workouts that I can do from home. You can do from home. Peloton has a great app. I go through some of my old workouts myself when I used to do fun, fine fit. And I still do those workouts. I literally behind me, I have like a workout mat and everything like that. So, you know, there are plenty of ways, even y'all, y'all, y'all just walking outside, just taking a walk outside will do wonders for your health, not only your physical health, but your mental health. Okay. A lot of us be needing those mental breaks throughout the day and that walk outside will give it to you. And it'll be so, so amazing for your, um, for your mental. It really will. It'll be such a great break. And also for your body, y'all, y'all be underestimating walking. You would thinking that you need to do the absolute most to get the body that you want. But it's like, y'all, if you don't, if you don't just get out there and start walking, trust me anyway we'll talk more about you know the physical and the 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 fitness and everything like that um in upcoming episodes but I just feel as though I really got I want to share everywhere that I'm at right now because I I mean we're like what we we're right before summer we're like approaching the halfway of the year mark it's May like what (laughs) this happens so fast like why does that do like when y'all realize that time is going to pass anyway, you're going to get it done. You're going to do what you need to do. And you're going to give yourself the time and the grace and the space to do it because you realize that time is going to pass one way or another. So you might as well, you might as well use your time here wisely. And I think that's it. I think, um, yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good for today. Thank y'all for still rocking with me. Y'all have a fabulous rest of your day or night or whatever. And um, I'll be talking to y'all in the next one. 
see ya.